War Eagle, this is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 216. It is September 7th in the year of our gust 2018. It's 92 degrees outside, football weather, and it is 2.43 in the p.m. Yes, this is Bloggle Spot number 216. Even though I recorded Bloggle Spot 216 two or three days ago, I had some technical difficulties, aka I was in line to pick up baby Bloggle 2 in the PE teacher knocked on my window and proceeded to talk to me for five minutes while I had been recording a, a pretty good bloggle spot. And rather than fix it, I just said, whatever. I do remember yawning a lot in it, so it probably wouldn't have been a good one to, to listen to anyway. So yeah, it's Friday. Auburn plays Alabama State tomorrow night at 6.30, the Alabama State Hornets. The two teams have never met, despite only being about 50 miles apart. Um, obviously, Alabama State is a HBCU, FBS, wait, are they FCS? Yeah, they're FCS. Uh, they play the likes of Tuskegee and Alabama A&M and all that. Um, so this is really one of those teams we would kind of play between Georgia and Alabama recently. Um, Sanford's probably better than – Sanford is better than them. But, you know, we played Alabama A&M a few times and – uh, Louisiana Monroe is a, a higher stage than them as well. But, you know, those teams. Uh, but Alabama State beat Tuskegee last week in overtime. Had, kind of had to come back in the last, I think in the last five minutes they scored two touchdowns or something like that. But we really know nothing about them. We know that I've seen one ranking or um, the S&P ranking or poll or whatever it is, the one that actually uses – formulas and stuff to predict games. Huh. And I'm yawning again. Um, they pick based on math and, and really it's not about like how good you are. They they do their rankings and everything on how successful your plays were. So based on that, Auburn was is predicted to win by them eighty to nothing. So there you go. And that I mean that's that's real math. That's a real math prediction based on success of plays and things like that. So it's going to be one of those. Everybody's kind of uh, connecting this or relating this or, or hearkening back to the Mercer game last year, which I think, what was it, like 24-7 to 7 or something really low. Auburn had a ton of turnovers in the red zone, like one on the one-yard line, interception in the end zone or on the one-yard line, things like that. Just – you know, it was it wasn't one of those games where Mercer's good and Auburn's not. It was just Auburn didn't play well. They did they played down and they had a lot of turnovers. That I mean that was really what killed it. Auburn should have scored fifty points, but every time they got close, I remember Jared Sidham had a fumble on a snap and threw an interception. I don't know. So even then, I saw something today also that if you use that same ranking, that same predictor last year's Mercer team would beat this year's Alabama State team by 24. So we know what we're dealing with here. It, this is get them a paycheck. Let us work out some stuff. You know, if this was our first game of the year, I think it would be laughable. I think people would be like, wow. You know, like most of the SEC who played Charleston Southern and Eastern Illinois and Northwestern State and all those teams – Auburn, you know, just beat Washington. Top 10 win other than Miami 
other than LSU beating Miami, the only top ten win, even though Miami's now like twenty something. But only team in the nation with with the highest ranking, highest ranked win, I guess. Washington is the highest ranked team with a loss, and that's due to Auburn. So because Auburn did that, I think they're allowed this game this week without people questioning it and laughing at it. Because the rest of the world loves to say the SEC plays nobody and and all of that, and you know they forget that none of them want to play in this conference. Yes, the SEC usually plays three down teams. And really, Auburn this year, other than Washington, they always play one good out-of-conference team. Next year's Oregon. Um, other than Washington, you've got Alabama State, obviously a lower-level team. Liberty, lower-level team. That beat Baylor last year. And then Southern Miss. Southern Miss is not a lower-level team. I mean, they're they're above Troy and Louisiana Monroe. I mean, they're like a Sun Belt team, but better. The Conference USA, but I mean, that's Louisville used to be Conference USA. It's 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 not that bad. So Auburn's got a really tough non-conference, a decent team, and then two lower-level teams, which is more than most can say. I mean, you look at Arkansas's schedule. They're playing Eastern Illinois and Eastern Illinois State and Eastern Illinois. Well, actually, this week they're playing Colorado State. That Colorado State is their toughest non-conference. Compare that to Washington. But whatever. I don't know what tangent I was going off on there. But, yeah, I mean, this week is all about – there's a new uh, rule about uh, four games and being still being able to redshirt. You can play four games and still redshirt, even if you've played previous years. So, I mean, we can play anybody we want to in this game. Joey Gatewood could play in this game, but he's hurt. But he could play in this game. He could play in the next game. He could play in the next game. He could play in the next game and still redshirt. That's that's pretty crazy. So, I mean, you're playing a third of the season and then be like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to sit out the rest and play the, rest, play the next four years. So, I think we'll see players we probably would never see. Like Asa, Asa, it can't be Asa. Asa Martin, running back who hadn't played yet. Maybe you're thinking, okay, he didn't play in the first game. We've got three running backs who played. Um, maybe he'll sit it out. Well, sit out this year. He doesn't have to. He can play. Speaking of running backs, Devin Baird apparently moved to DB. Um, he, he was in on the, the two-point conversion. Chandler Cox threw the pass, and he was supposed to receive, to catch the ball, uh, but the guy knocked it away. Actually, the jump pass was there. I think the tight end option was better, but but Chandler just looked and threw the ball immediately to Devin Barrett and it got knocked away. Speaking of those two-point conversions, man, I'm jumping everywhere. Both two-point conversions worked. The play was set up and worked. For whatever reason, Malik Willis did not throw to the wide-open tight end in the end, in the corner of the end zone, running away from everybody. He decided after a half a second, no, I'm just going to run it in. Might have been a little bit of pride, might have been a little bit of Cam Newton in the last play, the second to last play in the national championship game, when he's supposed to take a knee and let the let him kick a field goal, he, you could tell he tried to sneak it in. He didn't do the play. He wanted to score a touchdown. Um, I think that was what Malik Willis did. He didn't really care about the play. He saw a little bit of an opening and tried to score, and he didn't. Chandler Cox immediately threw the ball to the jet sweep guy and Devin Barrett and had the wide open jump pass. So. I know we love to hate the Cox Cat, and we love to hate 
two-point conversions that don't work. But you absolutely love them when they do work, right? Remember you used to love Tommy Tuberville faking everything but only worked about 20% of the time? Because you love when it does work. Because when it does work, it changes the game. If Auburn's up eight to nothing in, against Washington, that's that feels a lot worse than seven to nothing. A lot worse. So, I mean, Oregon did it against – wow, I've mentioned Oregon three times in this this podcast. Vloggle spot. Uh, Oregon did it against us in the national championship game. They went up. But were they up eight to nothing? They went for two for the first on their first touchdown. They faked a field goal, but still. Faked an extra point. So, I don't know. I mean, there's not a lot to say about Alabama State. We know Auburn has a 100% chance to win, chance to win according to ESPN. A hundred. Nobody says that ever. They, it's always ninety nine point nine, just because, just in case. But they gave Auburn ESPN's FPI football percentage index or whatever it's called gave Auburn a hundred percent chance to win. So Auburn's going to win. They'll let Jarrett sit them, get some yards, work out any kinks. The running game needs to work some stuff out. We need to figure out who's going to bust through the hole. We need to figure out the offensive line, making you know, creating the holes. And maybe we'll work on the secondary a little bit. But I have a feeling the defense is just going to eat them up all day. There's going to be wide open holes. It's going to be 35 to nothing by the middle of the second quarter. I just have that feeling. I don't know. It's not going to be like Mercer last year where they're not going to get up for it. Um, I think you beat Washington first game. It gives your season life immediately. And you don't think about, all right, we're playing Alabama State. We're just going to go out there. It's one of those things where – you know you're good, so you're going to keep it that way. Not, all right, we got this. It's just one of those, you know, we're going to keep going. We get, we can't ruin it now. And it's all about style points. Auburn's ranked number seven now, so they've got a little bit of work to do. I mean, if the season ended right now, obviously they'd be out of the playoffs if we counted those rankings as playoff rankings. So they need to get a lot of, run, of runs. I've got, I'm coaching a travel tournament travel baseball tournament this weekend so I said right uh they get to get a lot of points a lot of yards get Jarrett Stidham some Heisman cred get Deshaun Davis some Heisman cred no I'm just kidding um but yeah no tailgate tomorrow I'm just gonna walk around that so if you're looking for me look for me I might have some stickers for you speaking of stickers join the pick'em we have like 200 and something people in it the winner each week gets a, a sticker and a button. Uh, the winner after five weeks gets a hover helmet. And this Bloggle Spot is brought to you by Hover Helmets, hoverhelmet.com, hoverhelmets.com. Um, every five weeks, so after week five, after week 10, and after week 14, since that's the last week, I'm going to pick the overall leader at that point. So go to warbloggle.com. The pick them things are there. You'll probably see the last week's results. Go there, scroll to the bottom, there's a link to join. Um, it's fun. It's free. You win stuff. Uh, Albert Einstein's going to be posting the game review, game preview today. Got too much stuff to do, and he he's a good writer. And that's about all I'll say about that. Um, I think that's it. I think we're going into a win tomorrow. Auburn's going to be two and zero. Somebody in the top ten will lose just because it won't be Auburn though, and. We will be good to go. Sorry, I'm trying to pick up baby bloggles too. Bloggle spot number 216. Is that right? Yes. 
Number 216, done, War Eagle.